let's get started. Hey everybody, this is your boy Vargas and this is me podcast episode one. And as I was thinking, man, what can I do for the next episode? The very first episode, of course, I had an introduction episode before just to kind of give you guys an idea of what I want to bring to the table and to the podcast world. Um, but yeah, I was thinking, okay, why not just talk about who I am? And that's the name of this episode is Who Am I? So just so I can give you guys an understanding of who I am and where I came from and, you know, just a little bit about myself so you guys can know who who's actually talking to you right now. So it's just not some random guy you guys are listening to. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, I grew up in uh, um, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I actually live in Houston right now. Um, my wife is actually from here. But yeah, I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. So yes, I am a diehard Chiefs fan. Um, so yeah, I'll probably get a lot of hate from some of you guys out there. Like, hey, you know, Chiefs, but whatever. I grew up Chiefs. Um, I have... Uh, a twin brother, you know, um, I have an actual brother who's a year older than me. So it was kind of like we were almost like triplets, you know, basically. I mean, we we all three shared the same bedroom for shoot, until we pretty much got out of high school, you know. So, yeah, there's there's that's three of us. And then I got an older sister and then I have a half brother on my mom's side of the family. And then I have a half brother and half sister on my dad's side of the family. So that makes, what's that, uh, about six, seven of us. Yes, about seven of us all together. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, I grew up in, in, in Kansas City, um, an area called Northeast. Um, for all my Northeast peeps out there, what up? Um, so yeah, um, Northeast High School is where I went. Um, very diverse school. I mean, it was an inner city school. Um, some would say it's, it was pretty ghetto. <laughs> I would say it was a little ghetto, a little, little ghetto at times, you know, and just the experiences that we've had there um, as people growing up in Northeast area is probably a little bit, it's probably a little bit different now from what I remember. Um, I, you know, we didn't have a football field and it was, we did, we had a football field, but it was just like not a football field. Like you wouldn't want to have a game there. That's how bad it was. It was just an ugly looking field. Uh, although the soccer team there, they, you know, they, they actually, they was actually using it most of the time. But, but, you know, as, as I went back and looked at it, there's a, a way much a better field now, just beautiful. And I'm like, man, why didn't we have that when we was in high school? But hey, you know, bigs up, big ups to Northeast High School for, for uh, you know, for the people doing that and building that for them so they can actually have a nice field to play on. It just looks a little nicer there, too, which is just cool. But anyway, yeah, so I grew up in Northeast. Um, 
as I got out of high school, you know, I, I was trying to figure out, you know, what I was going to do with my life. And uh, during high school, I actually, you know, like I told you guys before, uh, I am a follower of God. And I gave my life to the Lord when I was uh, 16, well, 15, 16, around that time. It was springtime. And I went, some friends of mine from school invited me to a conference. Um and it was a spring conference and I was like, hey, you know, why not? You know, just I loved hanging out with my homies. And so I was like, I went with them. And uh, during that process and time, I felt like, you know, God was speaking to me through the the preacher who was talking. And I just ended up, you know, giving my life to the Lord. And, and so, yeah, I was just like, OK, cool. I'm following God now. You know, I, I turned to him and I'm going to follow him. But. About a couple years later, you know, it was probably like, I would say when I was right out of high school is when I really started to like, like pursue God and just like really live for him, you know? Um, so I was just like, I decided, you know, God was speaking to me one day and, and I, I was like, I need you to go do uh, this program called Master's Commission. And so... Uh, it's like a nine month discipleship program. And so I decided to do it, you know, because I felt like the Lord was telling me to, to go ahead and do it. And so I went ahead and did it, you know. And uh, from there, I just I really felt like, you know, God was moving in my life and just showing me things about myself. And so I decided, you know, to hey, the, the pastor who was actually the uh, who was in charge of the master commission program um, was actually leaving. And he, he had uh, invited, felt like the Lord was telling him to invite some of his students that were in the Master's Commission program with him to go with him to help start a church. And uh, I was like, yeah, it sounds like a cool idea, but I didn't really know at the time. But then, like, it was just really pressed upon my heart to do it. And so I was like, you know what? I felt like I needed to do it. But the only way I can do it is if my brother went with me. And because he had the ride, I didn't have a ride at the time. I was taking the bus to work, the, the uh, city bus, and I would walk back to where I stayed at the time. And so I, I didn't have, you know, a ride. So that would be my only ride to get. Like if it had to be God speaking to my, my twin brother to tell him, hey, you need to go to St. Louis because he was my ride. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, from there, you know, God really spoke to my brother and, and we just ended up, you know, all right, we're going to go to St. Louis and help this pastor, our pastor start, you know, a church. So ended up moving into moving to St. Louis and uh, ended up helping the pastor down there for a little bit. Um, moved in, got a, I got an apartment with a uh, one of the guys that was there that was helping out didn't know him but we ended up moving in there and stayed there for a little bit um but then really like God started moving me in a different direction you know and so I was just like fine you know we'll just go I'll go wherever you want to lead me God I just I just want to do whatever you want me to do you know and uh so from there I just I ended up you know, God put me with a group of people when I first moved down to St. Louis, you know, uh, we were in this, uh, 
this program at this church that was kind of like training people to be like pastors. Right. And so I was like, okay, God, this is cool and all, but like, I didn't really felt like I was supposed to be an actual pastor or whatnot. I was just there to help. At least that's what I thought. And that's what I was thinking. So I was like, you know what? I'm like, eh, I'm not really feeling this, this school, but you know, I'll do it. You know, uh, if that's what, if that's what the pastor wants me to do that, you know, that I'm helping, then I'll, I'll just do it with him. And so, uh, I remember the very first day when we moved, when we moved down there, I mean, literally we just moved everything. We had everything in the car. We just packed everything up and we, we got there. Well, as soon as we got down there, it was like the next day, um, we were into this class and at this church and, I just remember, you know, uh, the pastor at the end of the class, he was like, is there any anybody that needs prayer for anything at this time? And, you know, I really I, I felt inside like God was like, raise your hand. But I was like, ah, no, you know what, God, uh, we got plenty of people praying for us, you know. So I was like, I, you know, the pastor started praying for a few people that raised their hands. And, and, and I was just like. Guy was like, are you going to raise your hand or what? And I was like, man, dang, God, fine. I'll raise my hand. If that's what you want me to do, I'll raise my hand. And so I, I raised my hand and I was like, yeah, I just, you know, me and my brother, we moved here and we're, 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 we need some jobs. You know, we need help to provide. Uh, we just got this place and we want to help out. And so uh, can you guys pray for us? And, you know, they started, everybody started praying for us. And it was just like a setup from God, you know. And so I was like, this is awesome, God. You got people praying for us, but no, I'm just, I kid you not. Right after we got done praying, you know, there was a gentleman sitting behind us and uh, he was just like, so you guys are looking for a job, huh? And, and me and my brother kind of looked at each other. We just like kind of smiled and we're just like, yeah, we do. And he was like, you know, that's crazy because I was just asking God that he would send a couple godly men to help out in my pizza shop <laughs> and so me and my brother was like looking at each other we were just cheesing we just started laughing like are you serious and he was like yeah he's like this is so crazy and wild and i was like yeah this is way crazy and wild so so anyway so we ended up working literally the next few days after that we were working at this pizza shop that you know at least gave us some income to help pay rent of where we were staying at so yeah that was a pretty cool you know experience to have god just when when doors are opening up like this is where god wants you to be and this is where he wants what you what's is what he wants you to do you know that's just the the doors just swing wide open you know and so from there you know that's where we kind of like i started you know hanging out with these this group of people and like God was starting to move in my in our lives, you know, and started seeing supernatural things happen. Yes, supernatural things happen, you know, and like literally like flashes of lights and just I can't even explain it, you know, just gold dust and different types of dust colors, you know. Uh, just appearing at it, you know, just out of thin air and just things just started happening that I wasn't used to and I didn't know anything about really. And so I was just me personally. I know my brother, but me personally, I'm talking about myself. You know, I this is the first time I ever experienced anything like that. And I was just like, what is this? You know, like 
is this really you god is this really like this really what happens because i've never you know been down this road before so i was kind of not freaked out but it, it at the same time i was just like what is this you know and it can it was just kind of like a doorway to more of god you know and uh, we started doing like out of this pizza shop we started doing bible studies and stuff like that and it was like i would get done working because it was like two two different shifts and my brother would come in and work the night shift and i was working the morning shift so i literally would get done with my shift and right after i get done with my shift i would just walk over to the, one of the tables and we would just start having a bible study right then and there so I basically stayed there the whole day until nighttime. And, and, you know, we just started having, you know, meetings there and we started doing meetings there on Sundays, like uh, closing down and just having like church uh, Sundays. And so I was like, man, God, this is awesome, you know, and had an opportunity to to, to lead people. You know, people would come in off of the streets and God would just like use us and we would just start you know, leading people to the Lord off the streets, you know what I'm saying? We was, we was just doing our thing for the Lord. And it was like, at that time, it was just like, man, I already knew that, you know, God was leading me in, an, in a different direction. So, you know, I had to sit down with, with, um, with my pastor who we were with and, you know, I just explained to him, you know, I really felt like God is telling us, at least for me, I, I can't speak for my brother, but God was telling me to move on, you know? And this is the direction that God wanted me to go. Um, so at that time, I just told the pastor, you know, how I felt, you know, because I was like, man, God told me, you know, I never called you to be a, a pastor per se, you know, because there's a difference. But he was like, I never told you to go to school to become a pastor. And I was like, OK, God, well, I want to do what you telling me to do and not what people are telling me to do or what what they think I should do. So I was like, I, I just told the pastor, look, you know, I think God just used you to get, get me out here, get me into St. Louis, get me, you know, away from what I'm familiar with, away from what I'm used to. Because technically when we first stepped out, I was scared. Cause I, I ain't never been anywhere in my life before. <laughs> KC was all I knew and that's all I've been. And so I wanted to do, like I said, I wanted to do what God told me to do. And this was a big step, you know, because I stepped out in faith. And then as I stepped out in faith, you know, these doors started opening. And so, man, that door opened and I, I presented it to the pastor. And, you know, he was good. He was cool with it. He was like, you know, you do what God's telling you to do. I, I can't, you know, tell you not to do it. But, you know, if anything happens, you know, God, you know, basically he was letting us know, me and my brother, letting us know if anything were to happen you know the door was basically open still you can always come back which i really respect that you know and which told me that you know he believed that god would take care of us you know which i was glad because at this point you know i'm like okay this is it you know i'm taking this road and god connected me with some some awesome people um and so that was that was that you know and stuff started happening, you know, the supernatural things started happening. I'm, I mean, it was just crazy how many things that happened so quickly in a short amount of time. And so, um, so yeah. And so I was down in St. Louis for, man, I don't even know, probably about, about 
six to seven years, you know. Um, and then, um, then I met my wife online and, uh, yeah, I said online and, you know, it's crazy how we met, you know, and, um, just to give you a small snippet of how we met. Cause it's such a big story of how we met. Um, I was just, it was like this profile, um, this Christian like website, it was kind of like a, a Facebook per se, but it was like for, it was like known to be for like Christian and, uh, they had chat rooms and then they had like different threads. And so they had a singles threads, they had a teens threads, they had a family thread, you know, they had men's thread, women's thread. So stuff that you can just talk about, you know, and post on there and just was like, you could just get to know different people that who follow God around the world, you know? And so, um, I ended up, I ended up making a profile and all that. And I was just like, one day I just felt like I should post this in the singles thread. Right. And so I was like, okay, I feel like God wants me to say this. And so I posted it, you know, and I was just basically talking about how, uh, you know, singleness is a gift, you know, and um, also that it can be hard at times waiting for the one, you know, that you're supposed to be with. And so and I was the type of person, you know, I waited, you know, thank God that I, I waited, you know, waited for my wife. And so uh, God protected me through the years. You know, I've had plenty of uh, things or plenty of, I don't even know how to ex explain this, but just plenty of things that, that I could have, uh, women I could have, you know, went with, but God told me, you know, that they were not, not who he wanted me to be with. So, um, as I, I, I posted this thread, I was just explaining, you know, being patient and waiting, um, can take a long time, you know, it, it, you know, but there, you have to keep your focus on God and, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even remember everything I said, you know, but I said it and I just submitted it and boom, I just, my, the, the thread just blew up and I was getting messages from all kinds of people, men, women, you know, just, oh man, that's so true. And all oh, that's so good. And just kind of encouraging me, you know, and, and just like, like, man, that was really good. Thank you for showing your heart. You know, it's true what you're saying, just different things like that. And, um, all of a sudden, you know, I get this little message and this, this girl from Houston messaged me and says, wow, that, that's, that's exactly how I'm feeling right now. And I was like, cool, you know, and I, again, I don't, this is 10 years ago, <laughs> you know, this was like 10 and a half, 11 years ago when I first met my wife. And so I was like, yeah, cool. You know? So I was like, you know, I started being nosy. I was like, let me check out this girl. She's commenting on my stuff, you know, and, and she's messaging me. And so I, I looked her up and I was like, wow, she's very beautiful, you know? And I was like, okay, God. And she believes everything that I believe because, you know, not all Christians believe the same thing. So, and it was an open website for all Christians. So yeah, different denominations and different beliefs and stuff like that. But when I read her profile, you know, I was like, man, God, she is exactly who, who I want in a woman of God and who I've been praying for in a woman of God. And so uh, I messaged her, you know, and I just felt like God wanted me to tell her this. And I was, I, I was a little nervous at first because I, I was still kind of new to the whole uh, what what 
what you call a word of knowledge. Like God was telling me to tell her certain things. And so I just went ahead and did it. And I messaged her. And I was like, I personally messaged her from away from the thread. And I said, hey, I just wanted to tell you that daddy God loves you and that he is proud of you. And that's all I said. And it like it freaked her out because she was like at the, at the time, that's exactly what she was dealing with, you know, and she was like, what do you mean he's proud of me? So she started like freaking out a little bit, not knowing exactly what was what was happening. And uh, so that's that's what happened. You know, I was like, OK. And then from there on in, I was just started talking. And then we started we moved to like a lot of you. Lot, some of younger, younger kids don't even know, but they used to have an app called Yahoo Messenger. And, and, and we went to Yahoo Messenger, started messaging there and. And then from there, it was just like to the point where like, you know, I didn't I was afraid to ask her if we can talk like on the phone because I was like, I didn't want to be weird. I'm like, hey, let me get your number, girl, and be all smooth with it, you know, because I was nervous. I was like, uh, you know, this is but I was typing slow, people. I wasn't the fastest typer. So <laughs> so when she was like, um, are you there? Are you there? And I'm like, geez, woman, give me time to message you back. And I just told her, I was like, you know, uh, I'm not a fast typer. So she's like, well, I can give you my number if you want and we can talk. And I was like, OK, that freaked me out when she said that, because I was like, well, I didn't want to be that guy and say, hey, girl, can I get your number? <laughs> so, uh, no, but we ended up she ended up letting me have her number. And from there, we, we I called her that night and we literally spent like, man, I, I would have to say it was an all night conversation. It was like from nine to, uh, I don't know, nine to like five in the morning. We were just sitting there and we were just talking about everything that God's done in our lives, you know, and we just had such a great conversation. You know, I can't even remember exactly everything that we were talking about. I just know that God was in the midst and that he was the one that set this up, you know, and, uh, I ended up visiting her, you know, a little bit later on. We, you know, we started texting each other back and forth. As we're texting, you know, I, I literally thought I knew God was telling me that this was my wife because, you know, I've never had such a connection before with somebody. And she pretty much matched all the criteria that I was looking for in a woman of God, you know. And so I was like, I already knew. And I just straight up. I said, yeah, I'm going to be bold right now. Like, and we, we, we probably been texting and, uh, you know, talking to each other for a couple months now. And I was just straight out told her, you know, like, look, God's telling me you're my wife. <laughs> and I said it just like that. Right. And so, <laughs> so she's all like, okay she's freaked out she's like this dude is weird and i don't want nothing to do with this fool anymore and blah 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 he's crazy thinking i'm his wife and i'm like oh, no you you my wife i really feel like god is telling me that you're gonna be my wife and so uh, obviously you know god started working on her heart you know and at the time her mom was really sick and she was dealing with cancer and um, it was just like a door opening for her and, 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 and me as well, uh, for that relationship to come together. Cause like, like I said, it was a total setup from God. And, uh, so she was like, you know, 
why don't you come down and see me? And I was like, all right, cool. I would, I would love to come down and see you. How about this day? Well, she didn't expect me to say, how about this day? You know, and, and she was like, wait, what, what, wait, what? And then, so I was like, yeah, let's, let's meet, you know, I said, let's come, let me come down and meet you, you know, and face to face in person. Of course, we're both nervous, you know, and so everything's going, you know, it was pretty fast, to be honest with you. Everything was going pretty fast, but it was like it was it was in God's timing. Should I say that? It was in God's timing. And um, yeah, so the first when we when I finally you know got down here, it was funny because she picked me up from the airport and you know, I get in the car and the very first thing she says to me is, man, you're short. It's just like, what? In my mind, I'm thinking, uh, okay. And then I was like, the first thing that popped out of my mouth was, wow, you're beautiful. It, it was just like totally opposite. Her, her reaction was like, oh, wow, you're short. And he just complimented me really well. So it was just like, well, yeah, of course, you know, I mean, we, I technically, I mean, I'm not like, well, the way I say short, I'm, she's not taller than me, people. She's not, uh, she was just expecting, I guess, this six foot tall, six foot, six, one tall dude. And no, I'm only five, eight, you know, so it's like same height as you. So I was like, I'm not short though. I'm not a short, short guy. Like, but I, she was just not expecting me to be like the same height as her. And so that was the first thing that came out of her mouth was, wow, you're short. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I'm short. <laughs> Way to go. But uh, but yeah, I, I would have to say that I honestly had a, a great comeback. And I told her, hey, look, uh, well, you're beautiful, you know, and uh, got to meet her mom. And that was uh, that was intense. <laughs> no doubt about that. That was intense, you know, and, you know, I just felt like, you know, her dad wasn't in the picture at the time. You know, he was around, you know, and she was just getting to to get back with her in a relationship with her dad, you know. And so I was like, you know, I really felt, you know, like God wanted me to ask his her, her mom, you know. So I was like, I'm going to ask your mom if, you know, I can marry you. And she was like, okay, yeah, that's, uh, you know, cause she, at this point she's already, you know, like I said, I, I haven't given, given you, I'm just giving you a short process and maybe one, one of these times on these podcasts, we'll go into more detail on how we got together and what led up to us getting married and all that. But anyway, so she, I was able to ask, you know, um, her mom, you know, Hey, can I marry your daughter? And like I said, when I said she, it was intense, she freaked me out because she was pretty drugged up. You know, she was sitting in her chair and slouched over and kind of like glossy eyed. And and uh, I just I asked her, hey, uh, hey, Ronnie, can I ask you a question? And because that was her mom's name, Ronnie. And she was like, um, she just literally like it was almost like she came up out of whatever she was in just enough to look into my eyes and it was like oh my gosh she's piercing through my soul <laughs> i mean literally she freaked me out because it was like she had it was she just rose up and looked at me like and i was like can i marry your daughter and she looked at me right in my eyes and stared right into my soul and she was like do you love my daughter and i was like yes yes i do and she was like okay you can marry her then 
and then she slouched back over and it was like uh like what the heck just happened like she had a serious mood mode to just unlocked when i said hey can i ask you a question about me you know me and your daughter and and i was like can i have uh, your daughter please can i marry your daughter and she was just like it freaked me out like really bad <laughs> i was like i went in the next room and and i went in over and i talked to Corey and i told her i was like you know what i was like your mom just freaked the heck out of me she's like why i was like because she looked into my soul and she wanted to rip my soul out like you better take care of my daughter you better be a good man that's basically what i felt from that stare and from that look you know and so uh and yeah so uh that really really freaked me out but in a good way though because at least i knew that her mom cared and it was almost kind of like her mom knew that you know look i i need to make sure that my daughter is taken care of and that this man is going to be that man who takes care of her and uh i was grateful to even get to meet her you know before she passed away because i literally um that week i spent a week down there down here in houston with Corey for a week and um and then i went back well in that time i went back um uh, her mom started to decline and it got serious and she ended up in the hospital and and basically on hospice and uh it was it was like it was like that's it you know it's time to go and it's like she knew you know this was it you know and and you know she ended up passing away she knew she knew that her daughter was going to be taken care of. And so I ended up fly, flying down a week later again uh, down to, uh, to to Houston to be with my my fiance and my future wife at that time to be with her at, at, at her mom's funeral. And so uh, I was definitely uh, grateful to be able to have the opportunity to, to meet her mom, you know, and even to this day, you know, me and my wife talk about it, even to this day, like I wish her mom was, was alive. Cause I, I tell her all the time, I tell Corey all this, man, if your mom was alive, she would love me and we'd be kicking it all the time, you know, <laughs> cause she pretty much the way, you know, Corey explains it to me. She's always like, man, you and my mom are like, she liked this and you like the same things as her and blah, 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 blah. And you really love her mom, my mom, you know? And I was like, man, God, if I, if I had the opportunity, man, we would be, her mom would be my buddy. Trust me. <laughs> we would have got along, but, um, but yeah. Um, but that's, that's exactly, you know, from then on there, the door started closing for, uh, Corey, um, here and, uh, and she ended up moving um, down to St. Louis with me. And uh, she she was uh, going to school down here in Houston to uh, for nursing. And so uh, the doors, like I said, the, the opportunities and doors were shutting here for her besides one door. And that was nursing school. And she had just got accepted into a nursing school down here in Houston. And... Um, she had at that point she had a she had a choice to make you know and i remember telling her you know look this is a great opportunity for you it is um is it a good thing or is it a god thing that's what you need to uh determine and so 
of course, I left it in her hands. I'm like, look, I'm not forcing you to move down here with me. If this is what you want to pursue, then I'll support you and we'll we'll do the whole long distance relationship thing. But I just threw that out her threw that out to her and let her think think about it, you know. Of course, you know, being the woman she is, because she's a woman of God as well, and she prayed, she took it to God, and she really felt like all the doors were shutting here except that one. And she didn't want to miss the opportunity. So she ended up moving. I ended up flying back down here, you know, and pack, helping her pack all her stuff up, what she can take. And uh, she ended up moving up to St. Louis with me at that time. And uh, yeah, we, uh, I was, I was, I was so focused on making sure I did the right thing in God's sight. And so we didn't even live together. I was staying with a friend and in their basement and I was pretty much like paying rent there. Um, it's actually uh, the, uh, the owners of the pizza shop that I worked at, you know, before um, they ended up shutting it down, you know, ended up having to close it down. But I ended up staying with them because I didn't have a place to stay at the time. And so, um, yeah, I, uh, I ended up, I, st I was still staying in the basement. Um, and then, um, a friend of mine who I got really close to, um, I consider her like my, I consider her my spiritual mom. And, uh, and she just, she took me in when I first came down here, when I first went down to, uh, St. Louis and, um, she just took me in and took me under her wing, you know, and just like showed me what, you know, she basically spoke into my life and she realized, you know, it was a struggle because I wasn't used to being away from from home and I wasn't used to being away from my family. And so it, there was some really rough patches where I'm like, I just want to go back home. I just want to say screw it and just go back, you know, because that's where it was easy and that's where I was comfortable with. Um, but um, I, no lie, though, I, I love change. I, I love to, I love change. I love you know, I, I adapt really well with change, but there was the pool because I love my family as well to go back. So she was a lady that her name was Pam uh, Erickson, and she was she's a big part of my life, you know, and, and she helped me and she, you know, guided me and showed me things and called the good things out of me, you know. And and, and so my wife ended up staying with her for for a little bit until God opened up that door for us to uh, to get married. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at right at that right now. And um, we'll just go ahead and do a episode two um, and be part two of who I am. And uh, we'll continue from there on out uh, what the rest of my story is. Uh, um, that way you guys can get the full. Because I still got to go into the story about having my kid, you know, and all this. And so. You know how I met certain other certain people, you know, and they were kind of influencing my life. I want to re retrace back a little bit of those steps, too, because this is what, how I got into, you know, my setup and stuff like that. And what, what I'm dealing with right now with the music and all that, because like I told you before, I like to do music. But we're going to go ahead and end it like that. And like I said before, you know, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the, the first episode and uh, I, I will definitely get back with you on the second one. And um yeah, just like I said, you want to follow me. I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on Facebook. Just type in Justin Vargas. Um, it should uh, it should pop up. Um, it might have a picture of me with my kid or me with 
my twin brother, of course, you know, because we always, I always represent, you know, me and my bro, because, you know, we're twins, we're always together. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you come back and I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I love you guys. Peace. <laughs>